Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. And on today's program, we're talking probably about uh, a lot of computer penis. Yeah. It's Paul Verhoeven's Hollow Man. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in. As always, this week, it's finally come around. I feel like we've been dancing around this movie for a long time. It's Paul Verhoeven's Hollow Man from the year 2000. Yeah, it's... Woof. Uh, woof. It's, sorry, I just gotta woof it out. Oh yeah, speaking of woof, all you cabin heads out there, he should be back next week. Yeah. He should be. Should be. We'll, we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but the good news is... Right. Kevin Bacon sitting in. He's right here. He's invisible. You can't see him. You can't hear him. His uh, invisible voice box. <laughs> I sure can feel him, though. Oh, God. That mm, ding dong. Oh, my God. Whoa. I mean, this movie. Wild things. Dude, this movie should be like like the credits are rolling and it's like starring, you know, Kevin Bacon, Elizabeth Shue, Josh Brolin, Joey Slotnick. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's dick, Greg Grunberg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the dick's getting credited over Grunberg. Don't worry about that. We should mention at the top that yeah. we watch, I believe we all watch the director's cut. Absolutely. Which I'm might sure. increase your dong percentage. And hey, if you're looking to watch Hollow Man, increase their dong percentage. Oh, why not, man? Just jump in face first to the director's cut, the, the, the sought after director's cut of Hollow Man. Yeah, I think it's like seven minutes more footage. And I think it is all computerized penis. 
craziness because we're not yeah. we don't see anything you know we're not we're not in wild things country here we're in like every so often you'll see thermal penis like it's like the predator yeah. is looking through Kevin Bacon's window <laughs> <laughs> oh man the the predator is a peeper i like that <laughs> oh sure he's just a little gross peeping pred man <laughs> It's like, oh, God, Predator. Kevin Bacon, get out of there. The Predator is <laughs> spying on you in the shower. <laughs> he wants to see your dick. Get out of the shower. Why do you think he doesn't? Why do you think he wears fishnet? That's because he's a pervert. <laughs> get to the pants. What are you doing? Get to the pants. Get to the pants. <laughs> Kevin Bacon stars in Get to the Pants. <laughs> so this is pervert. What in the world? <laughs> what? What? What are you even saying? So this is Paul Verhoeven. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, who is a director of Robocop. Robocop. Uh, Basic Instinct. Oh, yeah. Uh, this year's L that's mm-hmm. coming out. Going to see that in a few Black days. Black Book Starship Troopers, which is a good movie. So you said those well, together like that. It sounded like you were saying there was a movie called Black Book Starship Troopers. <laughs> there's, a, there's a movie called Black Book, a.k.a. Zwartbach. And that's the good movie, right? Yeah. Oh, were you saying Starship Troopers? I think Starship Troopers is kind of a fun movie. All right. Starship Troopers is a fun enough movie. Zwartbach, legit good film. Yep. Someone gets uh, dumped on by a, a massive bowl of feces in that movie. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's true to history. <laughs> so Paul Verhoeven, like, he's made a lot of movies. Yeah, he's I mean? made a lot of good movies for the most part. Including Hollow Man. <laughs> If you like, if you if you have an affinity for sexual terror, this is it. I think that Hollow Man suffers mostly because it was made in the year two thousand. That's I, a big problem. I think you're right. The I year two thousand right. was a tough year to put out a movie. It's just impossible to make a good movie in the year two thousand. You had a few, like yeah. you had, uh, you know, Gladiators. Okay, that yeah, first sure. X Men movie's all right. Fight Club is there. Sure. That was 99, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah just, and, just just missed the aughts. Okay. Yeah. Same with the Matrix. Oh, right. Which, is, just, which is similar to The Matrix, <laughs> but My Matrix. But it's is. just, it's because the, the problem is, and I think we discussed this way back when on an old archived episode uh, entitled Boys and Girls. Uh huh. This movie, while released in 2000, I mean, this is the 90s, baby. Yeah. It looks and sounds and fucking stinks of the 90s. Speaking of which, what is, what is this music Kevin Bacon is rocking out to? Uh, it's what we hear at We Hate Movies call fart rock. Oh, it's a little it's electronica extreme. fart rock. Yeah, I couldn't like even get like fart rock with lasers. Yeah, fart rock with lasers. Yeah, I could pew, pew, pew. I couldn't place it. I was like, is that new metal? No, not really. Is that fart rock? Well, it's not fun enough. You're right. I think it is that fart laser. <laughs> oh, man. Fart, fart laser? It's my new side niche band. We play fart laser music. Oh, is that what Kevin Bacon is doing? Oh, wait, know, the Bacon Brothers? The Bacon Brothers. Don't I forget. Think, how is it that Kevin Bacon doesn't work into his like contracts for movies that every soundtrack to the movie he's to movies he's in has to have at least one tune by the Bacon Brothers? Because I feel like whenever he's approached with a project, the person knows and like don't even bring it up. Like he's like, <laughs> uh, I like, don't even start. No. Uh, hey, Paul, what do you think about? No. <laughs> okay. I'll try again next week. Don't bother. One thing that I do find adorable uh, on the IMDb <laughs> trivia was that uh, Paul Verhoeven needed to be explained what Marco Polo was, like the American game. Oh, right. The pool he was game. like, why are they all saying Marco Polo to him? What's, what's that mean? 
yeah, I, I, it's weird because I read that on the Tribune also, and I was like, oh, I guess that isn't a universal yeah. pool game. <laughs> European listeners, do you know what we're talking about? Probably not. I think that's, yeah. that's a dumb American thing. We invent a lot of stupid shit. You know what else we invented? Jay Leno. You know who's featured vocally in this movie for no reason? Jay Leno. Oh, really? Dude, what? so at the beginning of the movie, we enter on Kevin Bacon, and he's like, he's working at his computer. I love this stupid we, we, It's the <laughs> fakest fake computer. Like, he's playing a computer game, basically. He's playing like Dr. Mario yeah. 2000. Yeah, exactly. Line up the colored pills to make this serum or whatever. <laughs> Actually, one of my notes is Tetris science. Yeah, that's exactly. It's like a fake video game science experiment. And in the background, he's just got the Tonight Show on for no reason. And you oh, are shit. listening to Jay Leno just jawing in the background of this movie while he's click clacking at this shit. What's annoying? What's hilarious about the 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 the, the, the science? Because yeah, obviously, like to make somebody invisible, it's really complicated. But they're like, I don't know if you just put the blocks in the right order, it's gonna work out. Red, green, red, red, blue. All right, that didn't work. Oh shit! <laughs> red, blue, yellow, yellow, yellow. Yeah, it's it's like they're acting like this is hard science. You yeah, know? my my kid could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets it right. He video calls Elizabeth. He video calls Elizabeth Shue. Who, uh, which is weird because I mean, is this like the near future or what? That's a good question because this video connection looks fantastic. Absolutely. And like, we're making this movie in 1999. I don't think so. Where's your real player buffering over this shit? <laughs> Give me a break. This is crystal clear. We were up around this time in history, folks, and, and young children who, are, who have found the program gather around. <laughs> we love the idea of the video phone or the vid phone. Oh, we were obsessed it's with coming. it. I mean, we've been obsessed with it for decades. I feel like most Paul Verhoeven movies have vid phones in them, like RoboCop vid phone, Starship Troopers vid phone. They got a vid phone Ooh. in Basic Instinct. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Probably putting a couple inside toilets or something in that movie. Ooh, oh, man. Oh, I got to start dialing some numbers. <laughs> Dude, that See movie gets Wayne Knight's filthy. called you on a vid phone from Basic Instinct. <laughs> I'm still sweating <laughs> he sweats an awful lot in that scene in, in a black book or zwart book yeah. uh the nazis invented vid phones. oh that's <laughs> right yeah using evil nazi science yeah, don't yeah, worry yeah. about it so many vid phones <laughs> so uh and like he's like oh i cracked the code we're gonna go they they're working on an invisible serum in a lab which this lab a super lab yeah this super lab we're talking basement like Several levels below That's street level. That's where the super lab is. The upstairs is the set of RoboCop. This is where <laughs> Alex Murphy gets gunned down. It it's is. where that dude gets hit with the acid and turns into Jason Voorhees. Yeah. I just feel like later on in the movie, like it becomes a thing where, like, you know, you guys are behind on the project, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's because Goldeneye needs to get down there. Like, they're, they're just like, <laughs> they've leased it out to Goldeneye and he's got to come in there. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, James Bond has to film in here. <laughs> it's, just, it's it's an <laughs> underground super lair with different, like, all sorts. Of, I mean, like, if this is the one project, th there's so many better places to make an invisible pro serum yeah. than spending a billion five to make this yeah, and you know lair. What, why do we need this headquarters? Yeah. And for like eight, and eight people work there, or five, or whatever, six. And I understand the animal testing angle, but why are they using dangerous animals? It's yeah. like, oh, you have yeah. a vicious gorilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's you know what? Let's 
reinvent dinosaurs and make an invisible T-Rex. <laughs> like, this movie starts, like, the first thing you actually see is, like, a little rat, and it runs into a thing, and the door closes behind it, and it just gets, like, it gets chomped by something invisible, and you see, like, blood on some invisible teeth and whatnot, and you're like, I is it a wolf? Is it a fucking cougar? I don't know. Is, we it, nev- is it Kevin Bacon? <laughs> yeah, He's starving. Just, is it the six degrees of Kevin Bacon? We never go back to it, so who knows? But yeah, we've got this invisible fucking ape. They've got all sorts of like strong as shit monkeys running around. I just, don't, I mean, like I get like the the invisible, like oh, you know, humans, blah blah blah. Yeah, but. Yeah, just get like a, a chimp, a nice, yeah. a nice, fun, invisible chimp. Yeah, that's easy to kill. You just keep a baseball bat right next to your your serums. How and about if that chimp goes out of line? You just start swinging for the fences at but the dude, air, dude. Chimps are ripping faces off. Man. Well, sure. You An want something that can chimp, chew your fucking yeah. face off to be invisible? Just use a gerbil. I mean, I don't. Okay, why? Okay, now you're, you're keeping them in cages. That's yeah. smart. Chain them up, man. Yeah. I, you know what? You know what? You're already doing these, this mad science to these animals. No one cares if you're humane to them. Well, no, that's the thing. They've got a veterinarian in there played by Kim Dickens. Well, you need a crooked veterinarian. <laughs> that's the problem. She yeah. plays by the rules. That's a real problem. But because uh, Josh Brolin goes in to feed this invisible ape and... Uh, or, or, no, to, to like... To just to, inject it with a trank. To inject it with a tranquilizer and like the, the ape scratches him and runs out and there's an invisible gorilla... I know I'm going vacillating between ape and gorilla, and that's yeah, a problem. I believe this is a gorilla. A, an invisible gorilla. There's an invisible gorilla running around this facility. That is the time. That's what alarms are for. Oh, there's but, red yeah. lights flashing? If there was ever a time for an alarm, it's when an invisible gorilla is loose on your facility. You better believe it. And the cavalier way that Kevin Bacon and Josh Brolin are like, bet you 10 bucks, I can knock it out first. I'm like, there is a wild, invisible <laughs> animal. Not only that, Josh Brolin just had his arm, like, bitten apart by a giant gorilla. Oh, he don't care. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. That's whatever. Hey, it's fuck bleeding it. down the corridor. And he's got fun little uh, infrared goggles. Kim Dick and they, they, they trank it. And the idea is, you know, now we, we've, we've cracked the invisible code. But right. for some reason, the visible one's a little tough. Yeah, we can't, we can't bring them back. They keep staying invisible, I guess, is the idea. So, you know, cut to the chase. Kevin Bacon. I keep wanting to say Kevin Spacey. I wish he was in this movie. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. As what? The gorilla? Oh, yeah. What the hell? He can voice that gorilla. <gasps> That'd be a great side effect. Oh, it's invisible and it's hyper intelligent. Oh, yeah, dude. Now it's like Deep Blue Sea, but with yeah. invisible talking apes. Oh, you, you know what uh, Kevin Bacon's... Uh, you know, and Kevin Spacey's biggest fear is being invisible. Because how could you? How could you uh, applaud for him? How could you? How could he? How could he ham if he's invisible? Um, also, real quick note about the costuming in this movie because he's invisible for most of the film. Oh, it's fantastic. Kevin Bacon, first few minutes of this picture, you better believe he's wearing a leather duster. Oh yeah. You see this jacket he's got on? Dude, he not, looks like a warlock. It's not. As- <laughs> I'm just picturing invisibility and black magic, and boy, does that sound good together. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Invisibility spells? Yeah, Yeah. way better movie. It's not as bad as uh, Elizabeth Shue's jacket. She's just hunting dinosaurs. This is like a a raptor hunting jacket because it's brown leather. It goes down to like her feet. Like, it's not a practical coat. It's like someone went to pick up uh, a costume from one of the Underworld movies, and they were like, this isn't supposed to be brown. <laughs> it's supposed to be black. 
So this they cut, shoot this fucking gorilla. Cut man, to whatever. gorilla heart attack, which is my favorite <laughs> oh, part. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. So this movie opened uh, mere months after I first, first, first started working uh, at the multiplex back in the day, and I remember doing like the the theater checks. You go in with the flashlight, mm. make sure the air conditioning's on, it's in focus. Make blah, blah, sure blah. no one's masturbating. Oh yeah, because this is one of those movies, mm-hmm. uh, and th- this was one of those movie theaters. But dude, I remember walking <laughs> into the theater. Like, to do this theater check, like, right as this fucking gorilla's having a heart attack, and I could not keep it together. <laughs> it's they're, pretty... they're putting the paddles to this gorilla? Were you, oh. Wait, were you crying for the gorilla? <laughs> no, I was laughing my tits off. It's a cartoon gorilla <laughs> having a heart attack. It's kind of like an old school, like, Don't Wake Daddy or Crocodile Dentist, like, board game you oh, might totally. play. Oh, totally. Gorilla heart attack? Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's like don't break the ice. Yeah, exactly. You gotta get those cheap fucking Milton Bradley games. Like it's basically you keep using the paddles, but sometimes the gorilla will get you. you Uh oh, crackers in bed. (laughs) I had all those games, man. If you wanted to have your parents waste fucking twenty (laughs) dollars at the toy store, fucking don't wake daddy, dude. There it is. Garbage. Garbage. So, So Kevin Bacon is like, you know. A real shit don't stank. He keeps saying like he's God kind of a guy. It it gets obnoxious. It, yeah, pretty he's, he's kind of. I mean, like, well, the thing is, like, the idea is he's not a good guy. He's never mm-hmm. a good guy in this movie ever. But at the beginning, he's okay. They, they never really. They said the the gorilla's more aggressive than before, so maybe right. the invisibility spell has something to do with it. Well, that is from the Invisible Man. I mean, he goes mad. Yeah. You know, in that story, oh. the same way it affe- it affects it. You know, the the so brain chemistry. Or the something. gorilla, yeah, <laughs> goes mad. Oh yeah, this is a mad gorilla. This this gorilla is mad as fuck, dude, and that's why it starts. Fl- it gets so mad, it gives itself a hilarious heart attack. <laughs> and I gotta say, I don't I don't know how you guys felt, but I was like, at the time, I was like, this CGI is great. And yeah. last night when I was watching this, I was like, "This CGI is pretty good." I was it's watching kind of it. Okay. Off, I was it's... watching it off a of Blu-ray, and it holds up mm-hmm. enough. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a cartoon, but it's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, right. It's fucking Kevin Bacon turning invisible. You and, know what I mean? Like, you know, and you come, they come, they 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 came up with like a new way to do it, right? Like you do it right. in layers, right? Like you're yes. peeling an onion, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just go, getting in there. Oh, there goes the skin. <laughs> oh, there! Oh, that's just the muscle, and there's the muscle penis, and that's and, and then, that's where we start getting into this dick. You get yeah. like cut to he gets the you know he gets the serum. They go to the government. He lies and says like they haven't cracked it yet because he wants to try it on humans. Cut to the biggest right. point of I, the movie I, is I he's do, trying it on himself. I do have to mention he's wearing a to the to a Pentagon meeting. He's wearing a purple tie with a purple shirt. He, this is what Magneto wears to Congress. This is not like a suit that you're trying to report important results to. A, but that a committee. is that's the cockiness of uh-huh. this character, dude. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's go. He, oh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the fucking Pentagon, looking like I'm in a goddamn Prince cover band. <laughs> Come on. So cut to them trying the experiment on him, and you get you get. Oh, it's just. The slightest little tease of Kevin Bacon's actual penis in this movie, like just oh, the yeah. littlest bit. It's he ho- right he hops up on a table. Mm. It's one of those MrsSkin.com freeze frames. <laughs> you just get a little dongle dangle there, like just the second. But then after that, it's all cartoon cock in this movie. No, but one, at one point when he gets it, like it'll as always with serums, it, make, it hurts him, and he's going rah rah 
you, yeah. you get some bacon taint in there. I'll be honest with you. Oh, you're seeing taint? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit. The fucking IMDb Tribune said, um, well, someone there said that it was like, they, they like scanned Kevin Bacon's entire body down to his last capillary. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. And they said it was like totally like correct. So like, here's the this thing. is like his fucking real it's, dick. It's the dude. real thing, dude. Like right down to the urethra. Like it's all <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. It's all there. Oh, when they're peeling it back, showing him going invisible, and they got that urethra right there. <laughs> well, that's that's his yeah. actual. So he, he, the way it works is because you see with the girl, like the, the, you see like that they're injecting invisible nothing, and you see like the the, pump, right. the the shit pumps in. Then you start to see the heart, and everything kind of builds outward. It kind of doesn't make sense why, like, the skin burns off his body, or at least it looks like that way. Like, there's, like, a, a little bit of a singe graphic involved. He kind of looks like Aaron Eckhart as Two-Face. Yes, he does. With, oh, my fucking skin! It would just, like, kind of evaporate, right? Yeah, like, it's weird. It right. makes it look like acid's burning it, I guess, but maybe that's part of, like, why it hurts. Oh, I don't yeah, know. it stings. He keeps it's, yelling, like, I didn't think it would hurt this much or whatever. It stings when your skin leaves your penis. <laughs> Well, my question is, what wouldn't it? You all it would go from the inside out, right? Because that's where you're injecting, oh, right? That might make sense. Like, because it would be like the, you, once the heart the skin would vanish goes, first. Yes, once the then, skin's gone, there should be nothing underneath it. I don't think we should be uh, trying to apply logic to the transformation process from the film Hollow Man. <laughs> but Andrew, I'm really close. <laughs> Really close house. He just got, he, all he has to do is position one more of these uh, marbles on this mobile game in order for the whole thing to yep. work. That's, and then that's science. That's what you do. Red, red, yellow, yellow. There's a blue in there. Oh, it all fell. Don't wake daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking fruit ninja. You finally crushed candy. Now you could be invisible. That's why people people. That's why people play it so much. Yeah, I think it's, it's like the, the end game is to be invisible. Level three hundred ninety nine or something. Yeah, yeah, I will tell you what is fucking hilarious though, and it's not the fault of the animation in this movie because it's just always been this way. They get him down to like the skeleton, and this skeleton is writhing in pain, and it just sounds like Kevin Bacon. Boy, oh boy, is that funny. Oh, it's funny. It's like an old Mary Melodies cartoon. <laughs> well, he looks like the dancing baby at certain points. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that, that, that good. Right. What's better looking, though? Kevin's Bacon, mm. Kevin Bacon turning invisible like this, or just the entirety that is the CGI ape? Or gorilla, because that gorilla, there's no fucking gorilla in this movie. I think that, well, uh, there's a uh, there's a fake gorilla, there's a, a CGI gorilla, and then an animatronic gorilla a little later. That's not. Oh, fun. what? Where's the anim- animatronic gorilla? When it's just a real gorilla, when they're putting it back in the cage, it's like. <laughs> now is that a robot? Do you think, or is that a is that a stuntman? <laughs> In a right. suit, a little trading places kind of a situation. Was it Andy Circus? Is what I'm asking. Well, maybe it's both. <laughs> maybe they got a stuntman and and made him part <laughs> robot. Like they turned him into a gorilla, and now he just works on Hollywood sets playing a gorilla. I'm just but curious. he's part robot. How cool would that be? Now I'm thinking about Andy Serkis in like the old country. You know what I mean? Like you know how like when you're a band, you like go to bars and you perform. Yeah, and like you know so nobody gets it, and they throw pe- peanuts at you. Like, sure. Andy Serkis would like pretend to be a gorilla at bars. Yeah, <laughs> and like pretend so. to be a dragon at bars. You'll or see. Someday I'm gonna be a millionaire from all this. <laughs> I is Gorilla Andy. <laughs> Let's throw shit at him. 
I mean, I'm sure he went to acting school, but <laughs> I'm like 99% sure he went to acting school. But I do like this Andy Serkis biography we have going on. So there is uh, a little bit of history between some characters in this movie. Kevin Bacon and Elizabeth Shue used to be fucking. They ain't fucking. Now she's fucking Josh Brolin. She needs to. I mean, like, look, Kevin Bacon's an incredible creep in this movie, but she needs to set clearer boundaries. Like, oh, he's an yeah. asshole. And Why he's, is yep. everyone fucking at work? I do, like, yeah, you got to stop fucking your coworkers first yeah. of all. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's on everybody. And you know, like with Greg the, Grumberg, I'm looking at you. Oh, he's oh, fucking man. everybody. Oh, that gorilla's gotten it. <laughs> that Greg invi- Grumberg, that is- invisible dog. <laughs> you mess with the grun, you get the berg. <laughs> this episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mister Rocket. Just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks, but if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. Great. 
Greg Grumberg is is openly looking at pornography later in this <laughs> That's movie. Oh, yeah, he's just jacking off at work, dude. Like, he, I, here's I'm the sorry, thing. you're not just perusing a porno mag at your desk at 12 at night. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Greg Grunberg is working the overnight watch on yeah. Kevin Bacon. He's supposed to be monitoring him, and he's looking at pornography. Guess what, dude? You are planning to jerk off at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You're, you're, a, yeah. you're the most unprofessional fucking scientist I've ever Hold seen. Hold on. You've never jizzed at the office? No. <laughs> now, now, I now I know why you keep getting fucking fired. <laughs> Rule number one through five, man. Remember, leave no trace. <laughs> now, I understand your office is full of fucking animals and stuff, but you don't need to introduce a trouser snake into the mix. <laughs> But no, I mean, when I said that she's like being, she's set clear boundaries because like there's a scene where like yeah. they crack the thing, the gorilla comes back and they go out for a drink and like she keeps like going up to his face and like whispering stuff like yeah. the, you you got to be like you got to be leave a little room for the Lord is what I'm saying yeah. you know what I mean like <laughs> well there's also I mean here's the thing there's also a moment in the movie and talk about making me wish I was watching something else but there's one part where he like makes some fucking horrible salacious comment to her you know piece of Who, shit. Roland? no Kevin Bacon oh right yeah and um you know uh, like he you know he says something fucking piggish and then she responds with like Oh, sorry, you know, we can't travel through time. And he's like, oh, maybe we should invent it. And I'm like, Elizabeth Shue should not be talking about time travel in a movie because I'm just thinking about Back to the Future. The IMDb said that, too. The IMDb oh, was like, shit. oh, it's very much like the movie she was on, Back to the Future. Oh, you, know like, what, you, you know what? You know what? Soon enough, soon enough, this podcast is just going to become IMDb trivia. But you know what? That is not fucking trivia. <laughs> It's, it's just a thought somebody had. They it's it's not a to... podcast either yet. You're listening to it. Welcome back to IMDb Minute by Minute. Oh, oh man, yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck, we just read IMDb pages? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so speaking of, 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 of animals, Josh Brolin. Yeah. I got to yeah. mention this. We've seen him shirtless numerous times in this film. Sure, sure. Who's shaving that Brolin, man? There's not anybody here at all. I don't get it. Was, it. it was 2000. It was against the rules. It was against... The, I understand you were not allowed to have anybody here whatsoever. And I, you know what? I've yeah. seen I've seen old, old Pa Brolin shirtless in a lot of movies from the 70s. I know that bloodline's got body hair, baby. Mm-hmm. And I want it. I want to see that second gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, speaking of Josh Brolin, that gorilla looks better than Thanos. Oh, yes, it does. Yep. No, I, I have no problem. That is a if, more if, realistic yeah. gorilla than a realistic alien monster. Now... Steve, as the resident comic book expert, would it offend you if these movies, Thanos was just a semi-translucent gorilla? Not at all. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, you put a little helmet on his head, that's all. Yeah. Why don't you just, inch- I mean, it's not the same uh, uh, comic book line, so it wouldn't work out, but like, just ape some kind of Gorilla Grodd type character yes, yeah. and put it into the MCU. Honestly, every one of those movies could use just a talking gorilla. Totally. I Josh mean, just, Brolin can voice it if you want. It just lights up the room, man. Mm-hmm. You're like, is that gorilla talking? Wow, I feel great. <laughs> you know, and as much as I like Rocket Raccoon, I'm watching him and I'm like, where's the gorilla? Oh, that's a pairing. Rocket right? Raccoon and a talking gorilla? Maybe they're adversaries? Dude, that is such a great idea. I'd buy fucking single-issue comics of that shit. Okay, so you got Rocket Raccoon and Groot going up against a semi-translucent ape. Uh-huh. And, um, um, oh, shit, what, what's an, what's, what would be a nice plant? Maybe a vine? Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, like a, yeah. 
you know, maybe the make... band The Vines show up. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh my Speaking god! Speaking of 2000s, yeah. seriously, wow, where are you digging them up from? I think he's got the Spider-Man soundtrack on his brain. <laughs> <laughs> or, or am I thinking of the Hives? Either What's or. What's the fucking difference? Wow. The Hives were a good band. That were was they? The I liked the Hives I quite a bit. Yeah. Couple of albums. Um, so he becomes invisible. Then oh, they're, right. They're all like, hey, you know, you shouldn't do it, but you shouldn't be invisible. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be invisible. I'll only for a couple of days, and then, you know, we'll all be in a good spot. And then I we'll think, all be rich. He also yeah. keeps talking about the Nobel Prize as if there's any scientific benefit whatsoever to making a person or a gorilla or a snake or a dog invisible. Well, because that's the thing. It's clearly only for, like, military purposes. Yeah, for military spies slitting people's throats. But so yeah. we're not giving fucking Nobel Peace Prizes yes. to that. You know what I mean? He's like, well, oh, we, talk- we, we gave one to Obama. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Infowars.com. <laughs> <laughs> You think that fat pig will ever get a Nobel Prize? Yeah, he will. Alex Jones? Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's any day now. For inventing this uh, male vitality syrup. But that's what's it's obnoxious in any movie whenever anyone is like, you know, call up the Nobel Prize people, call up fucking the Pulitzer people. You know, just shut up and do your fucking job. Uh, wake the president. <laughs> <laughs> Wake the president. We found out how to turn people invisible. Well, the weird thing also is like, why would... And this thing, this facility is smack dab in the middle of D.C. You could see Congress from the fucking roof. Oh, my God. You wouldn't want any invisible apes to get loose on Congress, or would you? Or, I mean, or would you? It's a really great question. If you're sinister William Devane in this movie, Bill Devane, as I like to call him. Oh, sure. Well, you guys barbecue all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, is he dead? Dude... No, he's not. I looked it up. Oh, Thank nice. God. I want that invite. If you ever get invited oh, absolutely. to that barbecue, man. Oh, we Bill just, Devane's we just, BBQ. I'd we just hang that. out, talk about the marathon, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Drink man. a strong you know cup of coffee. You know You're like, hey, he- Bill! Is it safe? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's great, Steven. And he's so used to that. You invite me. I'm, just, I'm starting talking about the payback director's cut. I'm changing it up. <laughs> okay. Changing it up. That's you know nice. what? And then you invite me, and I don't fucking say anything about it, and I just appreciate a good job, a good nice time at Bill Devane's house. Oh, absolutely. Dude. Not harassing him about things. I got to tell you, the porch is to die for. It's just like, <laughs> it's really quaint. Would you say it's Devane? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. That brings up uh, an opportunity to talk about another terrible joke. <laughs> Do you remember this uh, this 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 Wonder Woman joke? That's oh god, in this the movie? joke that he should be written up for fucking sexual harassment. Well, he, this is inappropriate at, in the workplace. Here's the thing. He kind of twists um, uh, Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Shue's arm to be like, "Hey, look, let me just." Be invisible. It's totally for science. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> it's just so you get this sweet Nobel Prize and look at the president. And he's like, on the way to the thing, he's like, oh, by the way, you ever hear that great joke about Superman? And they're like, no, I never heard that joke. And I guess I'm going to tell this joke now. She sure are. I'm go. not telling it. Here you go. This is like uh, <clears throat> the aristocrats type of thing. Here. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> Superman is flying around one day, apparently, and he really has a big erection or something and really wants to, really wants to get down. And well, this, it's as, as Superman's known for, of course. And he sees Wonder Woman naked on a roof, sun tanning. She's on the roof of the Justice League, according to this joke. Well, Which, isn't their headquarters in space? Yeah, yeah. Exa- a number one problem. <laughs> with this is it, joke yeah. is it in space mostly usually is it going to be in space in the new movie probably okay well, they're not renting something from a fucking phoenix office park i mean yeah like what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like they should i mean why not save some money 
you're all su- you're all super. You can fly wherever. So she she spread eagle. Apparently, we yes, that's yeah, an important yeah. detail. And Superman's like, oh, you know, I'm so fast, I can go down there, fuck her really hard, and then fly away, and she won't even notice. Which okay. So uh, we are we are now telling rape jokes at the office. Right. It's yeah. like working not at a, fucking Fox News. Not only that, but Kevin Bacon mentions that Superman. Would like a taste of that wonder pussy. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Welcome well, to your dad's podcast all of a sudden, by the yeah, way. Yeah, all of a sudden you're fucking transported to the garage. Uh-huh. There's a lot of cold beers. It's one of the look around the corners, <laughs> don't tell your mother. Uh, That's the podcast name, don't tell your mother, a podcast for dads. Don't oh. wake dad. <laughs> yeah, just don't the wake dad. The podcast from Milton Bradley Game. <laughs> it w- actually, yeah, it might just be the man cave. Welcome back to the man cave. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to be talking a lot about Donald Trump. But before that, <laughs> Superman's hard dick jokes. So he goes down to do this action. Where where he does uh, on the man cave? We call it doing the deed. Yeah, he's doing the deed. Oh, <laughs> brother, the dirty deed. <laughs> Done dirt cheap. Yeah, I'll be having a tribute band to ACDC later this week. <laughs> We're playing down at the Fayetteville Roadhouse. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Uh, we will have Jeff Dunham on in just a second. <laughs> well, it's a Jeff Dunham impersonator. We couldn't get Jeff Dunham. He's a... This is a great time to remind you, this week's episode is brought to you by the Fayetteville Jet Ski and Marina Outlet. <laughs> also, it's brought to you by the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> Uh, you know, I just found these these young bo- these nice nice boys on Facebook dot com. <laughs> so uh, he goes down there, he has sex with Wonder Woman, or so he thinks. He flies away, and Wonder Woman's like, "Hey, what the hell was that?" And then the Invisible Man says, "I don't know, but my asshole hurts like hell." Boy, oy, 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 oy. so instead of raping Wonder Woman, Superman in- raped the Invisible Man. Now I've heard this in joke, but. In the butthole. <laughs> Welcome back to the man <laughs> This is a great time to plug our appearance down at the Hollywood, Florida annual chicken barbecue. The whole town's going to be down there. It's going to be a real good time. We're Pete, giving Pete, away Pete, a jet Pete. ski. You got to tell him Pete's a grill master. Oh, yeah, that's right. Pete, Pete is going to be on the grill himself. We're going to be giving away a free jet ski. Use promo code beer guzzle. <laughs> I'll be doing an open mic at the at the Hollywood Florida Chuckle Hut next Wednesday. I go on at eleven forty five PM. I'm also giving away a free jet ski there too. I'll be riding there in a jet ski and giving that jet ski away and walking home. It's a great alternative to driving a jet ski drunk, because I will definitely be drunk. Oh. So, so this joke and yes. the, the best thing about them telling this joke <clears throat> him telling the joke is the two of them are like eh. they're grossed out they're like really specifically grossed out yeah. and it shows that he's a, a creep ass but it also shows he doesn't know shit about the Justice League not only Eric this, this, to your this, point this is what he finds offensive ladies <laughs> and gentlemen not only is is there headquarters somewhere where there's a rooftop where there's a deck apparently it's a whole sun deck yeah and well that's uh, what the Avengers have that's true uh, the Avengers mm. Tower you, but, could, you could sunbathe naked up there no mm-hmm. problem oh yeah I've done it Clark the- Gregg's done it <laughs> Maybe he, maybe, maybe uh, Thor or some flying guy got him. (laughs) 
and welcome back to the man cave. <laughs> Where jokes make no sense. <laughs> Promo code beer guzzle. <laughs> Did I tell you about my favorite radio station? <laughs> They're posting racist stuff. <laughs> It's WJBL, uh, also out of uh, Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> they got a lot of great racist memes and videos you can see on their Facebook.com Yo, page. Yo, you ever go to Facebook? <laughs> Meme watch. That's like, the, that's like the, the drop that they play? Oh, oh totally. Shit. Yeah, and then they talk about memes. And it's, it's, the, all it's the like... meme watch plays, and then it's like a doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> they just talk about racist memes. Obama's Hitler. <laughs> Next meme. <laughs> I'm going spend... <laughs> to spend the next 20 minutes just clicking through memes and reading them to you. This is a radio show. But the Invisible Man, ladies and gentlemen, oh, doesn't sure. exist in no. this universe. Of course not. Who should it be, Steve? It should be the Martian Man Hunter. Of course. But the problem with right. that part of the joke is you'd have to explain to everybody that one of the Martian Manhunters' many uh, powers is to become invisible. So he has got the power to become invisible. I don't know much about the Martian Manhunter. Does he have an asshole? <laughs> I want to know he, if he does. this works. Does he, he does. He does. He, right. would, he would have an asshole. Okay. He, eats, he eats a lot of Oreo cookies and they got to go somewhere. Dude, does he? Does he? Yeah, that's his, that's his, like, that's thing. his thing. Oh, mm-hmm. man, finally something I have in common with the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got two things if you got an asshole. <laughs> Meme watch. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, oh, so he goes mercy. invisible and right. like almost immediately... Now, because the chronology is really important, because again, like, does the thing make him go mad? The first night, Kim Dickens is like, they're like, oh, you know, by the way, we need to do twenty-four uh, hour surveillance on him, and there's only it's it's t- Kim Dickens uh, is the vet. Um, Greg Grunberg, I don't even know what he does. He's the pornography technician. Uh, Joey Slotnick is there. He's because the te- it's the 1990s. He's the technician with the one and only black woman in the movie who says maybe three things for at all. You watch her urinate, and then you better believe she's the first to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then uh, Josh Brolin and Elizabeth Shue, and then uh, so it, they draw straws. She's gonna she's gonna like watch him the first night in this crazy facility to make sure that he. I guess they don't trust him to not leave or that he might die. Something could happen. Yeah, it's just like let's let's see where this goes. So she falls asleep, and he like sexually assaults her in her sleep, which is really uncomfortable. Yeah, there's like CGI com- boobs. So, oh, some big time computer boob in this movie. Which is like the reason Paul Verhoeven did this film, as I understand it. Well, I Paul Verhoeven this- may have added that after the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get to see this uh, invisible grip on, on the breast, and yes. we realize he's hollow man because he's hollow of morality. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. we learned. Something. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, because I mean, like this movie could be interesting, except for like, <laughs> look at them titties. Because I mean, like <laughs> Martin Cinemax did a pass on this movie, oh, big time. Yeah, back then it was called Sex Crimes Man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Sex Crimes Man would fit perfectly in the lineup. <laughs> I can't wait to license Sex Crimes Man. <laughs> this is a perfectly interesting Invisible Man script. But where are the critics? Where are the t- get, get me Paul Verhoeven. Fire that director. Get me Paul Verhoeven. You're out. <laughs> You're out, Spielberg. Spielberg, <laughs> you gave me the titties I requested, but you didn't give me them being abused. <laughs> out! <laughs> I'm 
mean, I need something to fill the 1045 block. Right now, I can show this at fucking 4 p.m. Showing it to middle schoolers. I need titties, and I need them manipulated. <laughs> you I need them manipulated against don't, the will. Don't stare in my one good eye and tell me you don't know what <laughs> Cinemax is all about. <laughs> What's this one doing here? Reading a magazine? Why isn't it dirty? <laughs> Go back and put in the dirty! <laughs> what is that? What is that? Baseball monthly? <laughs> I don't think so. Titify that magazine immediately. <laughs> Put more milk in my whiskey. That's <laughs> all. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm now going to eat a live toad. Daddy needs breakfast. <laughs> Hair of the dog. I'll be at the Hollywood, Florida Chuckle Hut next Wednesday, giving away a sexy-ass jet ski. Use promo code FUZZ. <laughs> meme watch. Yeah, it's definitely meme watch. You know, look at this sexy new meme. <laughs> Don't you just want to stick it in that meme? <laughs> God. So, oh, uh, Lord. She, but the, uh, but and to, to this movie's credit, uh, Kim Dickens does a really good job of like she plays it pretty well. Like she, in terms of like she doesn't know what really happened, and it's really uncomfortable because you have to watch this character like tell herself it didn't happen. You well, know what and I mean? That's, and that's what's weird though is like this happens twice in this movie. One time it is actually a dream with Elizabeth Shue. Yes. But it's unfortunate that like here's this situation. It's like this breakthrough for science and whatever I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it's like immediately because Kevin Bacon is such a scumbag, such a villainous scumbag in this movie that they have to be like did I dream that the Invisible Science Project sexually molested me? Or yeah. did that definitely happen? Because it's a possibility that it happened. Exactly. Don't, like, you, don't, don't tell you, me it didn't <laughs> happen. Because <laughs> it happened. And Kim yeah. Dickens, I think, like, kind of knows it happens. But she's trying to tell herself it didn't. Yeah, just, which is, you know, you could say a lot about sexual harassment, et cetera, et cetera, speaking of Fox News. But, like, right. you know, people pretending that things didn't happen to keep their jobs. Speaking of Fox News, we weren't speaking. We kind of were a little Oh, I mentioned though. it, like, 20 minutes ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. Meme we watch. So, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I got to get back on Facebook. <laughs> so, um, Roger Ailes, are you coming to my barbecue? <laughs> oh, finally, you can turn with that poo-poo news station and get back to Cinemax where you belong. <laughs> Cinemax announces new lead programmer Roger Ailes. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. <laughs> more toads. <laughs> That's what he, eats. Yep. he eats a lot of toads. Oh. Roger Ailes eats so many toads, he's like starting to turn into a fucking toad, man. You see that guy? Oh, wow. He thought Lucas had a gobbler. Mm, yeah, he Ailes has uh, like an ultra gobbler. Him and Martin Cinemax like, are on the dais now. Oh, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're moving up in the world. <laughs> so he, um, they try to turn him back, and it doesn't go well. He has like a, a, a Kevin Bacon heart attack, and they have to right. defibrillate him. Not as hilarious as a gorilla heart attack, no, it turns out. No, it's still kind of funny. Well, the weird thing is like <laughs> uh, they're about to bring him back, and like Joey Slotnick and the woman are like having a back and forth. Like, oh, you know, 
uh, you know, what if he dies, I get his Porsche, et cetera, et cetera. And they're like, all right, oh, let's right. put the tape on. And Joey Slotnick says, oh, I hope we're not making a snuff film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know. I'm laughing. Yeah. You know what? I'm laughing, Steve. Man. Oh, mercy. Yeah, so it doesn't turn back. And it's like, you know, a lot of this movie is just, like, there's a lot of downtime. It's a lot of, like, is he doing bad stuff? The people don't know, but we do. And it's like. Of course, he's going to break out, and like the, the he gets pl- really frustrated because the, 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 he can't become visible work. again. Right. right, yeah. And the most disturbing portion of his breakout, and now he's outside in the real world and going invisible, is the fact he's doing it barefoot. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine walking around barefoot in, everywhere in you DC? go? In yeah, D.C.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no thanks. No thank you. Well, uh, so he starts looking at a neighbor of his. Are we up to the neighbor? Well, this is pretty much the neighbor scene. Yeah, the, uh, or as I like to call it, the single most problematic scene in the movie. And, yeah. No, well, he was. I was just setting the mood for everyone. Okay, now lower the lights. He was peeping at her at the start of the film. Uh-huh. Yeah, real uh, rear window sitch. Yes, and it's disturbing. Oh, well, I, I want to shut up. You can't just have it in the middle of the movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't like surprise rape. <laughs> Gotta shut it up first. I mean, he brutally rapes her, and it's a really uncomfortable rape scene, and there's a lot of POV stuff in it where it looks like you might be raping this woman. And like, they do, I mean, they do a lot of bullshit. Like, he, he, you see him, like, look out the window... And he's like, no, that would be terrible or whatever. And then he, it's he a looks real like, in the mirror. speaking of no one's looking. Who's going to know? Yeah, and who's like, going to know? Fucking you're going to know, buddy. Not, a, I mean, not even that, but like, it's the, the problem. My, the biggest problem with this rape scene is that it's so inconsequential to the rest of the movie. It does nothing. This woman you, never comes. You never know what this th- woman's name is. Right. No. You'd think it would come back in some way um, because it's like, wait. You were brutally raped by nothing, you know, but the scientist working on invisibility lives right across the street from you, right across from your apartment, and you've probably noticed him before. I mean, he's so obvious with his peeping. Well, <laughs> he's obvious with the peeping, but it's not like he's like, oh, how are you doing, uh, Marsha? Yeah, can't talk right now. I gotta go work on my invisibility experiment. <laughs> All I'm just saying is... Hey, did I tell you that Superman joke? I'll get you later. <laughs> <laughs> but but when Mulder and Scully get on the case, right. like oh, yeah. they oh, would, sure. yeah. and they start snooping around the area, and you know they've got access to files but we don't. L- the funny, and, but you're right, though. <laughs> They're called X. Later in the They're movie, X. later in the movie, like, oh, is Sebastian evil? His name is Sebastian Cain. Like, oh, I don't know what what has he really done? Blah blah blah. And like, there should be like a news report, like woman raped by woman says she was raped by a ghost. Elizabeth and then everyone needs like, pieces, to find out. Exactly. You know what I mean? Pieces, because like, so someone should find out. Like the fact that this 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 young woman's life is completely ruined. She's traumatized for life, and then you're out of the movie. That's it. Yeah, it you know, just there's that, like that. there's no consequence. It's like as if Kevin Kevin Bacon was a fucking college swimmer. <laughs> like there's just no consequence for it at all. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's disgusting, it, and it doesn't do anything for the movie. And it, it is again, like it, it it says something about like rape culture, et cetera, et cetera. Like you know what happens when this guy is left to his own devices and he thinks that he's above the law. Speaking of college swimmers. And yeah, but it doesn't do that because all it does is show like a really naked, sexy lady. Like you know what I mean? Well, it's, and it's that's way it, too salacious. And that's to yeah, be that's an the effective. thing because right? it's like 
moral whatever. She gets out of the shower, you know. Yeah. He does like, the old knock on the door and then sneaks in when she like walks into the hallway. Just, you you ne- never want to open the door just because somebody keeps knocking on it. That's when you lock the door. If you yeah, can't see right. anybody, that's the move. <clears throat> yeah, if there's nobody in that peephole, man, you know, come on. But yeah, there's like these shots of her like sitting in front of a vanity, like brushing her hair. Uh, Rona Mitra like, is the actress, by the way. Rona Mitra? Yeah, she's been in stuff. I was going to say that name does sound familiar, but you know, you wouldn't know it from this fucking movie because she's looking at the Tribune here. She's literally fucking credited as Sebastian's neighbor. Yeah, and I don't think she even says anything. Oh, you know what she's in, actually? That, I, I uh, think I do. I think I do, right? Isn't the uh, uh, that movie with Malcolm McDowell, right? Oh, I don't know about oh, that. Oh, that movie with Malcolm McDowell? <laughs> Welcome back to that movie with Malcolm McDowell. we we'll review the, every listen. single movie that ever came out in the history of the world. It came, it came up a few weeks ago, right? The um, the movie with um, uh, uh, from the guy who did Dog Soldiers? Oh, we were talking about this. What was that movie? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Was it Doomsday. Hollow Man? Oh yeah, oh yeah, she is in Doomsday. She's Whew. also though, I was going to say I've been vindicated. I don't there's no, listen, listen audience, there's no guarantees on this, but a lot of people have been talking about it on social media. We haven't checked it out yet. It will go through our our scanning system to see, but apparently she's in Hard Target too. Oh wow. Ooh. So there's something Rona Mitra. Yeah, we'll say her name here cuz this movie doesn't give a flying fuck. But I mean it just happens and it's really exploitative and it just goes nowhere. I mean it, it's if if it mattered at all, it would be something, but it doesn't, so it's disgusting and kind of nothing. And then I'm like, oh, is this the director's cut? But I also just, I remember no. seeing this in theaters, and no, I mean, that's, that's a, this the was movie. in the trailer. Like, literally, this rape scene, or the, the, the beginnings of this rape scene is in the trailer, because people knew they were going to go see a sexy movie, right? and Paul Verhoeven delivered it, question mark. Now, let me lighten the mood a little bit Thank here. God. Uh, let me ask you guys this. Do you Meme think- watch. <laughs> <laughs> Give it away, a jet ski. No, let, let me ask you this. Would you guys see a movie in where Joey Slotnick uh-huh. played the younger, like the youngish nephew to Paul Giamatti? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a movie? Yeah, no, that, you know what? I, for a second, when you said his name, I was like, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but where it went was perfect, and I would definitely see that movie. Yeah, I like, would, yeah, I mean, I. Honestly, like that's an Alexander Payne movie right there. Right. And it really re-te- is. Reteam them. Yeah, and then they become invisible. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a bunch of crimes in a winery mm-hmm. or a vineyard. I'm not stealing any fucking Merlot. <laughs> They're robbing the vineyard. They got to knock oh, it off. Yeah, that's dude. The you guys remember when Joey Slotnick was accused of sleeping with a student? Uh, his character was on Boston. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. His character he played Meme on. Meme watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, I mean, he's also really, I mean, like, it's not his fault. I actually just watched this movie thinking it might have been an episode, but Blast from the Past. He's a really annoying uh, side character. Not that movie that, where Brendan Fraser's been in a bunker for years. Yeah, oh, that movie's t- t- terrible. And Christopher Walken's in it. Too. Yeah, uh-huh. jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> so he rapes this woman to no consequence. He comes back and like he's having trouble sleeping and like also because he's like, oh man, I can't sleep because I can't close my eyes or I can, but my eyelids are invisible. I'm like, but that's like, what sleep masks are for, man. Sleep like, mask, a bandana. How about a good old fashioned T-shirt? Or also turn the lights off too. Like the- also, if your retinas are invisible, how are you seeing it all? Right? Yeah. Isn't that one of the quagmires of science invisibility? Yeah, you know that's a good point. They didn't address it either in the Claude Rains Invisible Man. Jack That's Griffin true. just didn't have any. Red what about that either. Chevy Chase memoirs? Oh, directed by John Carpenter. 
It's an okay movie. I haven't seen it in it's, really, really long. It's not you great. You want to see a really fun Invisible Man movie? The the Invisible Agent, I think it's called. And that is where the Invisible Man... It's one of the Universal sequels, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And this is a go, good one. Yeah, he's going behind lines in Nazi Germany as an Invisible Man, like it, fucking shit up. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Shit. Is that supposed... It's not Jack Griffin, though. Jack Griffin dies in the end of the first one, doesn't he? I, I don't it, remember. It's I been 100 it, years. Oh, is it Holly Griffin from the uh, <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? <laughs> I think I think it's like his son or some nonsense. Speaking I, of the Invisible Man getting raped, by the way, yeah. that happens in that comic book. Yeah, that's that, maybe that's where Alan Moore got it from. Goblin vomit. <laughs> so <laughs> Catch him in bed with an Invisible Man. <laughs> so he's becoming more and more aggressive. He the kills new, a dog. Yeah. He kills an invisible mm-hmm. dog. By the way, an invisible dog, that's just the worst of all worlds. All God, you do you is you're the yapping. Oh, I know. You it's horrible. You don't even get, you don't, you don't get the, the, the uh, aesthetic appeal of a dog. All the negatives. I'll tell you, the heat signature, it looked like Eddie from Frasier. <laughs> you know that Paul Verhoeven, uh, speaking of IMDb, that we're just going to talk about IMDb all the time. Yeah. Uh, Paul Verhoeven was uh, uh, investigated by PETA because they thought he killed a dog in this movie because of this scene. Because of that scene? Yeah, because yeah. like they're like, oh, you know, I want to see what happened to that fucking dog, man. Like, Well, what fucking dog? It's, it's predator vision. It's heat signature shit. What are you talking about, PETA? Get your shit together. <laughs> It's fucking frivolous investigation. That's how he got around it. He thought we would think it's fake. Exa- exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, fucking 30 horses are dying on the set of every Western ever made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where's PETA there? Um, so he just, yeah, he just, it's pretty brutal. It's a real, I, I don't, again, I don't know if this is a, a director's cut thing or not. But I like, thought you were going to say, I don't know if this was a real dog or not. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> unconfirmed whether or not this is a real dog. He like kind of just slams it against a wall. This thing pops like a water balloon, man. It's kind of beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's In not. what way? In the way that it just explodes. Like, like the, the heat signature blasts flies. like the color all over yeah. the thing? Listen, I'm trying to help you out because this is really creepy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, man. Imagine if Jackson Pollock did this. <laughs> Killed a dog? <laughs> yeah, and used it on a painting. I mean, I'm sure Jackson Pollock stomped a dog to death. Absolutely, we just know, to feel it. We know Damien Hurst has, and he's a renowned artist. I'm just saying. That's true. This is like, you know, this is uh, <laughs> Sebastian Kane's doodle. <laughs> By the way, I'm just looking at the chronology of things in this movie, like in my notes. Do you want to know why Kevin Bacon, like, gets out and, like, inevitably goes and, like, or ultimately goes and rapes that woman? What's that? It's because Greg Grumberg's looking at the pornography. Yeah, that's uh, a problem. He's yeah. not paying attention until it's too late. And then it's... Kevin Bacon's like, you don't own me, porno also, boy. he saw the porno and he got all, you know, jacked up. Oh, all right. horned that... out. And he... <laughs> You know, like it, it's like this porno culture that has taken over everything. And if Greg Gunberg had stayed up with the good book called the, <laughs> called the Bible, maybe this wouldn't happen. He also has a really gross conversation with him. He's like, "Hey, man, Sebastian, you got out? Did you mess with anybody?" And like, this is after he brutally rapes that woman. He's like, "Yeah, I kind of did." He's like, "Oh, that's cool. I would mess with all sorts of people." He goes, "I would definitely go hang out in a Victoria's Secret." Yikes. Yeah, congratulations, oh, he, oh Greg Grunberg. Welcome I'm, back to the man cave. <laughs> I missed that, that line. Wow. Yeah. All right, in the next hour, we're going to be sampling all kinds of chicken. <laughs> we're going to talk about the, uh, the new uh, Victoria's Secret runway collection minute by minute. <laughs> God, I hate that culture. So, uh, but, but Kim Dickens is the vet. And hey, look at that one. Hey, look at this one. <laughs> Makes right, for great morning radio. Yeah, well, hold hold up. 
that's our next episode. We'll get to the next ones on our next episode, <laughs> minute by minute. Now let's make the heterosexual pledge, uh, letting everyone know that we're heterosexual. It's yep. important to end the, end the show with that, uh, in case you didn't get it. No, uh, so, but Meme watch. <laughs> so, Sorry, what were you saying? Kim Dickens is like, she goes to feed this like sprayed dog who's invisible, poor fucking invisible dead dog. Oh, man. And she's like, oh, no, the dog's dead. And like everyone's like, I don't know. Do you think Sebastian did it? And they're like, <laughs> but meanwhile, and she like, uh, uh, yeah, a group of scientists are doubting her, acting like, oh, come on, dogs explode all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dogs have been known to just blow up. And I'm the, wondering, is this serum blowing shit up? Like, are they injecting this oh, invisible that, serum? That could be. Like, oh, maybe, like that dog was invisible longer than anything else, and this is a new test result. Exactly. Or maybe they tested it on gerbils and they kept popping. <laughs> So they're like, oh, let's check Sebastian's tape because we are always taping him. And uh, luckily for Sebastian, he watched the movie Speed a couple of of nights prior before going invisible. And sure enough, it's looping footage of his dick in thermonuclear (laughs) predator vision. I thought it was going to be... he's thermonuclear. Yeah, I was like, what? Well, that, uh, that dick has gone nuclear. I right? thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was going to start playing with himself in that video. Mm-hmm. He's like oh, sticking his hand it? under yeah. the sheet. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey, better movie. Well, that's also true. Anytime Kevin Bacon masturbates in a movie, it's instant <laughs> four stars. <laughs> they send footage of Kevin Bacon playing with himself over and over to Dennis Hopper and his fucking nine fingers. <laughs> 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 my, my money <laughs> here's the biggest problem I have with this movie the biggest non-fucking senseless rape scene problem I have with this movie there's um, there's a lot of downtime in this yeah. movie there's a lot of back and forth there's a lot of horsing off <laughs> a lot of BS if you will uh-huh. these useless like supporting scientist cast members need to start getting picked off a lot fucking sooner it, well it it, it you don't know that's going to happen until like about an hour and 14 minutes. Oh, passed. come on, man. You could smell that train yeah. coming a mile away. Yeah, like, of course he's going to start killing people. So I don't know what makes them go. It's not the dog because nobody gives a shit. And they don't believe it. And they think the dog just explodes. Why do they go to Bill Devane? Why do they wake Bill Devane? Oh, they're, they're, <laughs> they, they wake him because they're like, hey, we really fucked up. And this guy's go, going crazy. Oh, that's just point out before we go any farther. I'm sorry that Steve made a very good waking Ned Divine joke and fucking nobody acknowledged it. And I just want to say that was very funny. Thank you. I mean, I wrote that like two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I practiced it in the mirror this morning. <laughs> I think it's because they're like, he breaks out again and they're like, oh, fuck. All right, we got to go tell dad. Oh, no, we got to go wake daddy. Oh, you know what they do? They realize. <laughs> oh, don't wake daddy. They realize that he's been looping the footage. Right. And they're right, like, oh, right. he's been going out all of the time. And, and he's that's... probably killed this dog. And what's next? And what? I mean, and like, that's, again, this is when I, the woman's rape should, Ronimitra's rape should be the, the catalyst to get If we him don't act now, he could sexually assault someone. <laughs> or oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I just remembered one other disturbing thing that happened in this movie that made me afraid. And no one else probably, but when they're making that mask for oh, him, gross. like he wears that weird like rubber pink mask. Oh right! And then like they're pointed on his face, they let it dry. It's still right. on his face, and they start cutting out the eye holes while it's on his face. Yeah, that's and it's tough. Like, Dude, you're cutting his eye off, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Elizabeth Shue's like, don't move. I'd be like, don't worry. I'm too busy frozen yeah. shitting my pants. How about I take the mask off? But yeah, how are you going to cut, cut it accurately? 
how are you not going to You Trial can't even see error. his face anyway. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> you just have no idea. You're just jamming scissors right in the eyes, which, I mean, this guy deserves it. Let's and it's great because <laughs> Bill Devane is so pissed off. He's like, you're all fucking fired. Everyone mm-hmm. in that facility is fucking fired. And they're like, oh, you know, what can we do? He's like, well, you go look for Sebastian and also start cleaning out your offices. It's really great. <laughs> yeah, one thing at a time. He's smoking a pipe. He's about to call a general. I Let wish I you. had occasion to call a general. Like, if I, <sighs> yeah. if I, if I, you, if I you will soon. Yeah. Here's the <laughs> thing. It'll happen. Here's why uh, Bill Devane gets murdered in this movie. Uh-huh. Now, what happens is he's, he, gets the, he gets the bad news, and he's uh-huh. like, you're all fucking fired. Yeah. You know, and he sends them on their way, and he's like, I'm going to call these generals. Cut to, he's outside. He's, like, packing this little pipe, you know. And the wife comes out, and she's like, oh, hey. Premium Kush, you think? Or? Oh, probably some <laughs> serious fucking sour diesel, dude. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> he works for the government. Yeah, that's true. So so the wife is like, hey, man, um, you know, what's what's going on? She says, you know, how are things or whatever. And to, to which he says, bad enough to wake a few generals. Uh-huh. Now, you get this information that a fucking invisible man is running amok in the nation's capital. Definitely have, killed a dog at this point. Oh, definitely mm-hmm. popped that dog mm-hmm. like a zit. Right. And, and now you are tasked with waking up these generals. First, you're going outside to have a puff. <laughs> get on that fucking phone, dude. Well, come on, man. It's sour diesel. <laughs> well, it'd be great if he was like, gave the gorilla a heart attack. All right, I'm going to call the general right now. <laughs> what are we doing to these gorillas? <laughs> it just bothered me, and yeah. then so Kevin Kevin Bacon like sneaks up on him and drowns him in his own pool. And that's a, this is a pretty cool scene uh, of like the water, a, like the Invisible Man in the water, like that animation. It holds up. It's it Hydro Man, cool. man. It's better than that last Spider Man movie. Hydro Man's a Spider Man villain. A Spider Man villain. Hydro Man is a Spider Man villain. Yeah. And he is a man. Now what's his problem? So he's made out of water. What, yeah. what happened to him? He was under a sink too long. <laughs> I was no, smoking no, no. a J Eric, in a pool Eric. once. I was smoking a J in a radioactive pool. <laughs> it had to have been a radioactive sink. Actually, that's what he's sitting under. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's Marvel, so the kitchen sink had to come into play at some point. <laughs> But it, it's pretty cool, and he drowns him, and then his wife is horrif- horrified. I was surprised he didn't go back and kill the wife either, but I guess, like, she's not a witness. I'm invisible. Who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Like, she's she's expendable at this point. You can just let it go. And now this is when Kevin Sp- Kevin Bacon... See? Sorry. Uh, ...is like, okay, now I have to kill all these people and burn the whole project down so nobody knows that there's an invisible man that is actually me. Although his identity doesn't matter at this point. Just walk away. You're invisible. Well, big question here. Yeah, one, go into hiding, but two, what is the end game? Mm-hmm. That's the big question. You're outside. You killed Bill Devane. Just walk away. <laughs> like, what like, are you doing? Stow away on an airplane or something. Like, just get, like you just don't be anywhere. Ne- no, no. Hi, Hong you. Kong Airlines. When's the <laughs> next flight from DC? But no, the thing is, he is um, upset about uh, Josh Brolin and uh, oh, he finds out about the fucking. Of yeah, course. like they, they they're like kind of ca- f- right. fucking on, in a cash way. In an early 1990s way, taking off all their, or late, late 1990s way, taking off all their, like, high, high waisted jeans and what have you. Oh, getting, getting those, those striped sweaters off uh-huh. and so on. <laughs> you know. I thought they all looked pretty sharp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, There's way too much talking in their first sex scene. I'm like, hey, Josh Brolin. Oral sex is afoot. Why don't you stop talking about work for two seconds? Stop talking about Kevin Bacon. Yeah, let, no, 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 no. She's, she's. We're about to have sex. Let's. Let, let me bring up her ex-boyfriend. 
Yeah, like it, it is. He's like, oh, do I measure up? And like she says, you fit better, which is like, yo, dude. Yeah, that's a fucking pull the brake, pull the fucking emergency brake on Hollow Man the movie. <laughs> well, you fucking well, fit better. Good lord, well, Paul Verhoeven. Well, well, she's not hollow anymore. Oh lord. Said Martin Cinemax the fourth, the <laughs> the plucky young oh, that's your, heir. Oh, that's your new character. That sounds exactly like you. Oh yeah, the fans will, the, the fans will put that on a t shirt. <laughs> wow, that rendering of Martin Cinemax the fourth looks eerily exactly like Eric. I have ambitions. <laughs> so uh, oh. he goes back to the facility. He changes everybody's access code. He gets everybody back. Um, and now he does start picking everybody off one by one. And here's the thing. Yeah. They're like, oh no, Kevin Bacon is evil now. They, and they have these fucking thermal goggles and they are just hanging around their necks. Like it's Dwayne. I don't even know what those goggles (laughs) are on all of the time. Yeah, my goggles be. are on. Like, I'm, hey guys, goggles on. There's an invisible man afoot. Goggles mm-hmm. on, please. <laughs> I mean, have a spare set of goggles on top of those goggles. Oh yeah, I got goggles on my head, and then I got a goggle in my back pocket. Yeah, you look like Dwayne. Uh, what, what's his face from Another World? Oh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Wayne. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. He's a great character. He was so uh, a different world. A different world, not another world. It's a different world. And, you know, they're trapped in this facility because Kevin Bacon changes all the elevator codes. And now we're starting to pick people off one by one. And Kevin Bacon gets on top of a steam pipe and lifts up. (laughs) This is insane. Getting on top of a steampunk. That's what I thought you said for (laughs) half a second. He gets on top of a really heavy guy with goggles on. And then (laughs) next to cut to, they're in a dirigible. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of goggles, it must have gotten in my head. But he, like... Undertaker's Greg Grunberg and like chokes him for a while. This was always my biggest problem with this movie, logically or logistically, is like all of a sudden he's now super strong too. He's super strong and super durable, which we'll get to. Yes, you're right. It doesn't make sense. What should have happened is he's on the table, you know, getting the secret serum, and next to him is is the gorilla. And they swap minds, oh. and now he's in a, oh, now he's got gorilla strength. Yeah, no, no, he's like an invi- he. The Kevin Bacon's mind is in oh, the his gorilla. consciousness is in the gorilla, and now he's an invisible gorilla. Dude, hashtag better movie. <laughs> well, that, you're that's right. why he's a hollow man because that inside went in the fuck. His soul right. went in the gorilla, and then it's just like Kevin Bacon's like hollow brain, and he's in the Kevin Bacon body, and he, he's the gorilla, and he just wants to eat bananas and, <laughs> and sleep, and you know. And they learn sign language. Read, the gorillas read all this pornography. Right, yeah. <laughs> and they call him a hollow man because he got so dumb from the invisibility. But oh. they don't know. Yeah, no, The gorillas that, out there committing crime. Let me tell you, that fixes this movie right quick. And you, eventually that gorilla would have to wear a derby at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing. And this is embarrassing for the characters played by Elizabeth Shue, Josh Brolin, Joey Slotnick, uh, the, the rest, the whole lot. You're being bested by a man who is completely nude. <laughs> yeah. That's all You're that. telling me in in these endless like encounters, these fucking fight scenes, you can't clip that dick once, dude. Seriously. Yeah. Come on. Rip it off. Nobody <laughs> rip it off. Nobody at at any point in this movie goes for the dick and it's a big problem. Well, you know what? Even better cuz they do he, Kevin Bacon does this. He's like, "Oh, I'll mess with the heat." 
to make to make uh, the goggles in, in right useless. No, no, you turn the cold up, man. Now it's yeah. it's like forty degrees. This guy's running around nude. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Everyone just puts on winter coats <laughs> and you fucking freeze that dangle. Totally, dude. I mean, I don't understand. This dude is fucking flip flapping in the breeze, and nobody can clip this cock. Come on, get it cold enough. It'll 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 shrink. Mm-hmm. Or he'll put on a coat too. Like, oh shit! Jason in a coat running around. <laughs> I like it. A they, coat with a little sock. Honestly, I could have used more things like that. More poltergeisty fun effects. Sure. Like shit floating around like he's reading a book. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, He's got glasses on. Well, sure. that's what like happens like innocently enough at the beginning when he right. first turns. Before he's, like, he starts sexually assaulting right, everybody. Right, yeah, before the monstrous sex crimes, he's just you know pretending to be a ghost. Uh, jo- uh, Greg Grunberg gets it pretty good in this scene. So he oh, rips yeah. him up, and then like Josh Brolin's like, no, he, he shoots him with a, a trank gun and misses. But he he throws Grunberg on this pipe, and his throat just explodes. Oh, it's just, he fell the wrong way, man. Yeah, Yikes. It's, uh, and my favorite uh, line that I think Josh uh, Brolin's ever said, because, like, you know, we're doing, like, aliens kind of, like, you know, Elizabeth shoots in the command center saying, you know, to your left, to your right, and Josh Brolin goes, where the fuck is Sebastian? <laughs> Which is, it, it, it gets, like, Ted Levine levels. Dude, my favorite Josh Brolin line of all time in any movie is when he goes, uh, Hey, Poppy, did I cause 9-11? <laughs> Deleted scene from Oliver Stone's W. You know what? I think that takes the cake. <laughs> so um, We're we, trying to hunt invisible Jason Voorhees, basically. And then uh, um, uh, Kim Dickens is like, Oh, poor Greg... Gr- Kim Dickens and Joey Slotnick go... Uh, oh, uh, like we said, the, uh, the African-American woman gets killed first. Kind of... Uh, unceremoniously gets like piano wire or something. Well, that's what I was like. Where are you getting this fucking Garrett wire here? This was there a piano in the break room? So she's just <laughs> done dead. Uh, Greg Grunberg <laughs> is bleeding out, and uh, Joey Slotnick and Kim Dickens run to him, and like they're putting pressure on it. And Kim Dickens is like, Joey Slotnick, you stay here with him. I'm gonna go get more blood. <laughs> and this is when I leave Greg Grunberg to die. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Without question. Easily. You know, I see Greg Grunberg, and I'm leaving him for dead he doesn't I'm have like, to be dying oh here's this fucking jerk he's looking at pornography every day at work he pretends to be a scientist i'm joey slotnick i'm a real scientist fuck this and all you have to do is be like oh sorry um he bled out mm. yeah oh, I, I, kept, oh. I totally kept pressure on it man another victim of the hollow man <laughs> damn you hollow man ah <laughs> uh, let's get him <laughs> Absolutely, I'm so leaving Greg Grunberg for dead. And I mean, by Greg Grunberg, I mean literally anyone in this room. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a Greg Grunberg, and you're a Greg Grunberg. Because, like, look, there's a fucking invisible man that has the power to lift Greg Grunberg 20 feet off the ground <laughs> with his arms. I'm no, really... I did, Steve, I totally understand it, man. I'd leave you for dead, too. Absolutely. So Kim Dickens is, like, trying to get blood. And in this scene, she's got all these blood packets, and she's like, Sebastian? She, like, hears something. Right. And she starts spraying the floor with blood all over the place. Yeah, the old checking for footprints. Very smart. Good fake blood in this scene, too. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Doesn't help Kim Kim Dickens at all. Her neck's instantly broken. He, and again, like, dude, it's really hard to break a neck. This is a cool effect, though. Like, she's throwing the blood everywhere, and then, then she throws it once, and it's just like... Covers your bacon. 
Yeah, it <laughs> smothers your bacon. He looks like a Megadeth album cover. Yeah, he looks pretty good. He's like at a guar show or something. <laughs> I mean, all you've done is made him more scary. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, you're not helping yourself. And Great, is, he leveled up. This is where the the neck break occurs, because then she, she 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 hits the ground pretty hard and passes out. He I think he tranks her, her too. He, oh, like, right, yeah, he tranks her right in the uh, chest. Yes, and then he breaks her neck. Yes. Yeah, great. And he Another also says Jason Voorhees move. He says something weirdly sexually, like, oh, yeah, it was like our foot last time. And it's like, ew. Yeah, I get just, oh, God, the movie's got 20 minutes left. Shut up. And um, uh, Joey Slotnick, uh, whoops, Greg, wouldn't you know, Greg Grunberg just bleeds out anyway. Yeah. Joey Slotnick <laughs> looks like, great. Uh, they run to another room, and this is when Joey Slotnick gets impaled by this huge crowbar. Dude, this crowbar is the biggest menace of this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everybody's getting affected by this crowbar. <laughs> but Slotnick, dude, first, he gets Voorhees he, with this thing. Like, out of nowhere, dude, g- give me a quick shot of this crowbar, like, f- zipping down a hallway. Oh, yeah, How exactly. How fun would that be? And him He's running with around. this crowbar? Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just not thinking of these things, man. It goes right through him. Uh, he locks... I think something happens to Josh Brolin. Oh, then the, then the crowbar gets Josh Brolin too, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This, no, this this crowbar strikes again. Hooked in the guts. Yeah. Hooked in the guts. And this is yet another Josh Brolin not being hurt by anything because uh-huh. he's fine. Later he's more on, or less fine. Later yeah. on in this movie, like uh, he's basically left for dead in a way. Like, oh, go get help. Yeah. You know, and but she, it's the old surprise, out. like, I'm going to save you. I'm not dead exactly. after all. Even though I was totally near death four minutes ago. They, he, like, f- tries to freeze them out. He locks Elizabeth Shue and, Josh, and the dying Josh Brolin in a freezing contraption thing. and like A, a, a freezer? They call it a freezing <laughs> contraption thing, where I'm that, from. That's the, that's the scientific term. It's a, it's a Bronx know, term. You know the, the, the uh, consumer term. Oh, right. Yeah. Of course. And the, the Bronx has a lot of scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Bronx School of Science, great school. Uh, there you go. Sick burn. They use whatever. She uses a magnet to get out of it. While he's doing this, Kevin Bacon makes a bomb out of like nitrous something and you a know centrifuge. What this, here's the thing. You know what an Invisible Man movie shouldn't have? Fucking bombs and fake magnet guns and all this shit. Yep, yep, yep. Stop it. Stop it with this MacGyver horse shit in this movie. And the best part is he 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 blows up like he's like testing it. He blows up part of the the facility already. Right. And he's like, I'll set this to blow up. And I'll, and Elizabeth Shue gets out. And Elizabeth Shue makes a fucking flamethrower. Yep. And I mean, this thing is awesome. It's it is, pretty cool. It is, it is throwing flames. I think Crow, uh, Crowbar takes a backseat to this great flamethrower because she starts <laughs> cooking him like fucking meat, <laughs> like bacon, to be quite it's honest. Like, <laughs> Charring him like bacon. By this point, he's putting he's put clothes on. He set the place to explode by right. putting like nitro in a spinner thing. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. A centrifuge, they call it. Oh, okay. oh. yeah. Ooh. Look at that. Gotcha. The last act of this movie is kind of like the last act of Jurassic Park, but instead of uh, instead of raptors, it's Kevin Bacon. (laughs) A rapey Kevin Bacon, dude. It's like the last act of a Bond movie, man. Like this fucking hideout is falling down all around us. This villain's and he's just casually walking out. You know, his his legs starts turning back into the normal way it goes. (laughs) No, you're mixing up Spacey and Bacon again. Oh my god, I got Spacey. The Invisible Man. Did you see him? Did you see him? <laughs> the greatest trick the invisible man ever pulled was <laughs> convincing the world he didn't ex- exist. Yes. All Meme right. watch. <laughs> <laughs> Remember watch. Um 
But she, yeah. she she just roasts him really hardcore, and he. I mean, I like he is. I mean, it, I thought this was the Invisible Man. He's the goddamn Invincible Man. He's dead. I mean, like literally, he's dead because you like all of his clothes burn off his body because <laughs> he was about to walk out of there. Yeah, I hadn't remembered fine. this movie, and I was like, oh fuck, like that's how they get him. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, but no, 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 no. He keeps coming, Voorhees style. So she yeah. burns him, and he runs away, and then like. She's like, oh, how am I going to use, how am I going to be able to find him? Oh, I know. I'll just put this flamethrower at the sprinkler system. I'm like, there was a sprinkler system? <laughs> and there's been an explosion and a flamethrower used? This thing is useless. Because <laughs> like, oh, let me just put this lighter above the sprinkler and they're going to go off. It's like when you got to hold your remote directly in front of the fucking TV because the <laughs> battery's <laughs> dying. Exactly. I don't know why, but his burns go away when the water hits. So like it washes off all of his third degree burns, <sighs> yeah, which who is bullshit. Even knows? He's dead. Because he looked really cool as a little crispy critter running around. <laughs> and then like she, he gets the drop on her. And then out of nowhere, you know, um, Brolin shows up and knocks him on the noodle. With that crowbar, I think. Yeah. And he falls down on the ground. And they see his friggin' body. Yep. Beat that thing to death. Exactly. Yeah. Till those brains are fucking hamburger, dude. Just keep going. You know why? Because that's what Greg Grunberg would have wanted. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. doing it for Grunberg, doing it for Slotnick. <laughs> I will say, doing it for the rest of the cast of Boston Public, Nicky Cat, <laughs> Shy McBride. Man, Shy McBride was great on that fucking show. <laughs> Rashida Jones, everybody, just get everybody. <laughs> was uh, my 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 greatest observation or most entertaining observation about him getting lit on fire was like this was the only time in cinema history that the guy in the stunt flame suit actually looked okay. Yeah, because he's got like the bullshit latex mask on anyway, yeah. so it's okay that he looks like garbage. Yeah. So Larry the stuntman getting lit up in this flame retardant suit, like it's the only time it's been accurate. It looks, it looks great. It looks like a fucking uh, leather face Christmas. Like he is just <laughs> lit up. And um, cannibals roasting so, on an open like, fire. And now we're in, entering the phase of the film where Kevin Bacon dies 15 times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, AKA, where are the credits? AKA, the elevator disaster. Not oh, only Jesus. that, but he hits an electrical box with this with this crowbar. Oh, right. He gets and zapped. He fries up. And then he becomes like. I guess from the electricity, he becomes semi-translucent again. Like oh, he's, right. he's like muscle man. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, what, it's what happened to Jason Voorhees, dude. Oh, fuck. But I'm, yes. see, I'm seeing a lot of parallels here. The explosion's going to go... That, I bet he's got a lot of, lot of issues with his mother, too. <laughs> Just to put on the sweater, man. Kevin? Kevin Bacon? <laughs> Kevin Bacon? <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's, it's it's your classics facility. Oh no, we got to use the elevator. Oh no, we're going to use the access ladder. Yeah, and the explosion's happening, and Kevin Bacon, wouldn't you know it, grabs her leg. Oh yeah, he grabs her down in one more rapey movie. Tries to kiss her. It's so this is so aggravating because you've been presumed dead completely. The the, the lab has now exploded. Mm-hmm. They saw you fry up. They think you're dead. You could have gotten away. Take an L on this one. Take take the loss here. Yep. It's kind of like if Hannibal Lecter kept going. Yes. You know, but he was smart enough to get out of Dodge, go down to the Bahamas. I'm having an old friend for dinner. That is who I want to see as an invisible man. Oh, shit. That's that's dicey. Yeah, someone with some brains. Some class, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
God. Yeah, and a it's nice just floating bottle of red wine. <laughs> what is great about this elevator shaft sequence, though, is like it takes forever. No, that's the worst part about it is its length. No, it's it's like she hits him or something, and he fucking falls off back into this like fire thing. She says, Dude, "Go to hell." By the way, oh well, of course, you know. Well, where else is he gonna go? Yeah, sure. What's amazing? Heaven everlasting. <laughs> As he goes into these flames, don't you know it? You see this fucking computer cock just get gobbled up by the fire. <laughs> like, here is this falling fucking bodies exhibit going down this elevator shaft, and you see this fucking dick. They have yeah. the attention to detail to see this cartoon dick fall into the fireball. Oh, my God. You think he's a Chinese dissident? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's what the bodies exhibit that's is. That's right. right? Yeah. Oh, just yeah. paying to see some people that shouldn't be dead. <laughs> but they're, but they're, you know what, Steve? They're dead. That's not going to change anything. We might as well get some enjoyment on our afternoon walk. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well fucking prop them up at the South Street Seaport and charge tours $50 I, listen, a Listen, head. I came to look at boats, but I could see Chinese dissidents with their skins <laughs> ripped off their corpses. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Same diff. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about the human body. <laughs> oh, look at that mother. Oh, a mother, look at this. In the in the same photograph, we can get a, a deceased Chinese dissident in the Statue of Liberty. Irony if I ever saw it, mother. Ooh, mother Beam I like watch. <laughs> mother, I like this one. He looks scared. <laughs> mother, look at that. They caught the death glands. <laughs> so, yeah, he, so actually, the biggest bit of bullshit oh, in please. this scene is Josh Brolin got <laughs> hammered in the guts with this oh, yeah. crowbar. And he's like, we're talking about gut spillage is imminent. Like, <laughs> it's it's a gusher. It's in his guts. Sure. He's going up and down this ladder like 15 times. Dude, and it's horseshit. And it's they, an elevator shaft. This they is- have a line, like, because they're going to crawl out of the elevator into the shaft, like, at the beginning of the scene. And she says something like, are you going to be able to do this with your, your fucking gut injury? And she go- he goes, uh, well, do I have a choice? I was like, no, but it's cool to have conflict in your scene. And also, or you your just- hand was eaten by a gorilla recently. <laughs> I, 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 but also, Maybe I, he's a were-gorilla. Maybe oh, that's what's that's going what's on. Happening. <laughs> yeah. If I get bit by a gorilla, by the way, I'm taking the next few weeks off. Absolutely. Enjoy your fucking science experiment. <laughs> I got bit by a gorilla. <laughs> oh well, we need somebody to watch Kevin. Oh no, Andrew's still upset about that gorilla thing. Okay, we're, I'm not. I'm not. I'm literally not even going to call him. <laughs> it fucking scarred. Okay, but the thing is, like, I couldn't do this shit no, without being absolutely injured. not. No, I, that that elevator would because the elevator goes up and then it comes back down. Oh, they're dodging this thing. It's fucking stupid. But he's dead, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. They just escape, and it has it. a very old Hollywood ending. This movie. It's like uh, 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 Elizabeth Shue and Josh Brolin are like embracing on this ladder. And then it's like we cut outside to like the fire department showing right, up, and then the it's ambulance. just credits, like yeah. it's over with. I like, I do like that. That we, we yes, just, we just quickly end. Yeah, it. there's no like ha <laughs> from fucking Kevin Bacon's penis at the end of this. Now, movie. Here's the question. Oh my god, the, now the penis is running around. <laughs> oh yeah, it's got dude. little two little ball legs. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Steve? No, I'm curious. What's like, happening? Like, Bill Devane is dead on the other side of town. Sure. Nobody really knows what happened to his, you know, his wife's like, oh, he had a heart attack at the pool. I yeah, guess. he just drowned. 
Are you are Josh Brolin and Elizabeth uh, Shue being like, oh man, that was a fire in our lab. Oh my god, you guys, there's a huge. Or like, I feel oh, look, like the Invisible Man. Like I, you I, I gotta don't... go. Here's the thing: you check in with whoever was right below Bill Devane. Okay, got you it. You say, hey man, here's the deal: Bill Devane, that was the Invisible Man. That huge <laughs> fucking fire and elevator malfunction. And seven, Greg Grunberg, Invisible Man. Oh, Greg Grunberg, he got Invisible Man. Like nobody. You mean business. my nephew? <laughs> yeah, I gave him that job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you check in with somebody and then it's like, hey man, what's our story? Do we let the world know that we, we created an invisible man? Because that changes the world. The government probably sweeps it under the rug. Oh, the whole thing. That's I why bet, they're down there in the first place, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if like, you know, all the, the fire truck, the ambulance show up and then like government agents show up and just put two in the back of the head of both. Elizabeth That's what Shue you don't see. They're just also kicked down into the fire pit. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this. But I think you do, because I think I told you already that there's a sequel to this movie that came out in 2006. All right. Hollow Man 2 starring Christian Slater, and I couldn't be more excited to watch this. <laughs> they continue the storyline where it was being developed for the military, and Christian Slater is like the military test subject. Oh, nice. Oh. Was, he like, was he Bill Devane's number two, you think? I don't know. Is anyone? Well, no one can return from the, the I, cast. I'm going to say one thing, though. You're really, you painted a beautiful picture, but you are neglecting <laughs> to mention that Peter Fasanelli's in that movie. Oh, yeah, he's playing the detective, isn't yeah. he? Really? Yeah, that guy can't. That guy can't act, dude. Yeah, well, hey, I and I, I don't know what to say. All right, <laughs> he's just such a huge fan of Peter Fasanelli. You can't believe you insulted him like that. I'm a Slater head, man. Well, yeah, you got a Slater head. I got. A, I'm a Slater head. Mike Dexter, dude. Who? Peter Fasanelli's character in Can't Hardly Wait. His name is uh, fucking Mike Dexter. Oh, right, right, right. Read right, a fucking right. comic book, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, the the important question of the evening. Is anyone going to recommend Hollow Man? It's, yeah, 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 kind of. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Yeah. I mean, aside from the horrific politics of the film and, like, you know, you kind of put your brain to bed and you're watching it hangover movie style. Big, oh, that you took the words right out of my mouth. And also, mouth. You, know, you know what's good about this as a hangover movie? You're definitely watching it on TBS and there's no unnecessary nudity. That's true. Like, that's a tasteful TBS edit. I could get into that. Sure. That's it. Get that on DVD, the TBS edit. <laughs> no, I'm I'm recommending the uncensored edition. Oh shit, director's the, cut. Yeah, full Ding Cinemax. dong cut. Yeah. The yeah. Verhovening. Ding dong cut. Good question. I gotta go back and check if he's circumcised. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, he's cut. Uh... Yeah, he's cut. He's cut. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Um, Meme watch. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's uh, a a decent time at the movies. I, it's not. You're and what Steve said is right. The the horrific politics, but it's an it's an interesting watch. It. It's. I mean, yeah. It's it's a hangover movie. I like the idea of the TV edit for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a total hangover movie. This movie's fucking brainless, but like. For the most part, it moves, and when you're hungover, man, you're just going to be fucking sleeping through all that boring shit anyway, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think that you, if you cut out the middle of it, like, if it's just beginning, uh-oh, he's, he's, uh, uh, he's 
Oh shit! Do you want to do like a phantom edit of this? I do because like, you could, <laughs> if you made like an eighty-minute movie where it's like he's kind of a cocky jerk. Because this is two hours, by the way. Yeah, it's two. It's hours. just right. about two you hours. Take out Jar Jar Binks. You take out Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> no, you put him in because he was the uh, the dark Sith Lord of the whole time. Oh shit! Dude. No, but you, you you cut out all the middle of like him just milling around and raping people, and it's just about him taking off, picking off his team. Yeah, I'm into it. It's a nice like a seventy-five to eighty-minute movie in that way. I, that would be a better movie. And I will also say that uh, next Wednesday, I will be at Ron John's RV Warehouse. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to be doing some stand-up comedy right in there. It's in the heart of Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> oh, wow. And you need to bring five people to the show? Yeah, so I need to bring at least five people. Come. So please, if everybody can help me out with that so I don't have to pay back Ron John, like that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I want to try to come out in the black a little bit with this show. Yeah. You know what I mean? But oh. an extra five bucks for your admission ticket, by the way. We're not talking you have to buy drinks, everybody. Oh, no mandatory nice. drink minimums. Extra five bucks you're in a raffle to win an rv oh i like that idea. right in the heart of jupiter florida <laughs> what is the rib situation Wait, that's oh, oh oh dude let me tell you all you can eat oh i like that <laughs> the hometown of burt reynolds i think that's right How that's right that? baby I'm, I'm shaving the beard into a mustache just for this show uh, you gotta do it <laughs> That's Hollow Man from the year 2000, directed by Paul Verhoeven. For more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or check us out over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast, right in the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We'd greatly appreciate it. Spread the word about WHM. And hey, man become a patreon subscriber patreon.com slash we hate movies and that is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n uh, you did it buddy oh wow. nice Ooh, look I at can you move on to the spelling bee in a brand new month the content is coming up in october a brand new episode of the nexus a brand new animation damnation you're goddamn right get that bonus content man patreon.com slash we hate movies support the show we would greatly appreciate it we appreciate appreciate you for listening all the same. And by the way, we got a new merch shop. Oh, yeah. Tpublic.com slash We Hate Movies. And that's T spelled T-E-E. Oh, that's right. Yes. Public.com. We're talking T-shirts, coffee mugs, iPhone cases. Let me tell you, I got a new iPhone case. It's the it's a little vain. I have our faces on my Is own phone. D-Vane? I want to check it out. No, it's not D-Vain. It's just vain mm-hmm. as fuck. But it's the Chris Walton drawn uh, image, the poster image from our uh, Brooklyn show back when we talked Jupiter Ascending. You can get this shit at Public, man. Anything. Fucking iPhone covers, coffee mm. mugs, shirts, hoodies, whatever you want. Tpublic.com slash We Hate Movies. Now, next week on the program, where are we at, by the way? Spooktacular? The Spooktacular? My it's God. Upon us. We're yeah. already getting into October. This was kind of a, a, a an in to the Spooktacular. Because, you know, this is almost a it's horror movie. It's kind of scary. It's, little kind, bit. it's a little bit scary. <laughs> but now we're getting really scary with Pet Cemetery too. Oh, Whoa. that's right. We are talking... Uh, 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 a dog? Uh, well, a dog. Yeah, there is Clancy a German Clancy Brown? Shirt. Clancy Brown. That's the name I was searching for. Clancy oh, Brown I is the... I just call him uh, Dog. <laughs> I'm, I'm really close with Clancy yeah, Brown. Yeah, I was going to say, you better be, or else your fucking head is going to explode. Clancy Brown will beat the fucking shit out of you. And Clancy Brown's going to come to me, and he's going to be like, where does Eric live? And I'm going to tell him. Please tell him. You, you, I would love that. It would be great to have visitors. All right, all, all four of us losers with pipes versus Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown yeah, wins. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. wins. Yeah. He rages out, and he fucking kills all of us. <laughs> Guaranteed. Oh, also in the movie, Eddie Furlong and uh, some other fat kid. <laughs> 
If I remember the movie correctly, I think Clancy Brown is the stepdad of the fat Yeah, yeah Clancy Brown's stepdad. You can keep that. <laughs> so until next week, when the spooktacular 2016 kicks off, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Take it easy.